Hello, everybody. Turn this up in my headphones, Charles. Turning it up. Everybody, one and all, welcome to yet another very exciting episode of the Friends Talking Fantasy Podcast. My name is Charles, and with me today, as always, is my lifelong friend and co-host, Dylan. I'm ready to talk some fantasy with my friend, Charles. I am ready to talk some fantasy with my friend as well, Dylan, and not just any fantasy today, because today we get to dust off one of our most favorite series, one of our most favorite authors. It's always fun when we get to talk about Brandon Sanderson, and more specifically, Mistborn, the original trilogy of Mistborn by Brandon Sanderson. Yep, always a blast. You and I have a lot of history with Mistborn as a series. It was the first book we buddy read for Friends Talking Fantasy, and we don't we both read it before and had many conversations about this one. And we're continuing the conversation today with a who would win mistborn style episode here and we've moved these who would win formats to being focused on particular books which allows us to or series which allows us to get into them in depth with full-on potential spoilers for those series in particular Mm -hmm. so today that means that if you haven't yet read mistborn era one the f- that's the first three books in Mistborn, mm-hmm. then, and you don't want to have that spoiled for you, then now is a good time to turn this down in your headphones. And if you want to check that series out, I mean, you probably don't need to hear it from us, but we'll tell you anyway, Mistborn's awesome. We love yes. it. And we highly recommend checking that out if you haven't gotten the chance yet. But with that out of the way, Charles, do you want to explain the who would win format to anyone who's tuning into this kind of episode for the first time? Yes, absolutely. Well, if you're a first time who would win listener and you've read Mistborn and you're a fan, welcome. This is the perfect place to be. We're super excited to have you. And here's how it's going to work. We have almost all of the main Mistborn characters that we could think of in a list And we have plugged them into our Who Would Win Fantasy Scenario Generator. And we have also put in a whole bunch of different kind of matchups. And I'm not just talking like who would win in a fight. I'm talking who would win in a election, a cook-off, a debate. And there's all kinds of fun fighting uh, competitions as well that we will get into. So Dylan will generate a competition. I will generate the Mistborn characters that will enter in that competition. And then we will speculate who will win. Yes. And none of this has been prepared beforehand. It's just you and me, Charles, That's and right. whatever improvisation skills we do or do not possess. That's <laughs> so right. It's all in the generator's it. hands <laughs> yes. now, and we'll see if we can get some interesting matchups here. <laughs> we always hope for interesting matchups, and we usually get at least a few. So let's, with no further ado, shall we get the generator pump in here? Let's Joel? get the generator pump, and what contest do we have? All right. Beep, boop, beep. It's cards, it just says. 
All right. I, I guess we put cards and that it like not poker, just cards. But anyway, it's well, yeah, in the, pick three. Pick Let's three. assume it's like Texas Hold'em or something, right? Yeah, yeah, sure. Pick something three. that requires a bit of skill and, yeah. and you know, uh, being able to read other people and things like that. So let's. You don't want to hear about Spook versus Human the Coloss playing Go Fish, Charles? <laughs> <laughs> riveting no. content. That would be riveting content. But instead, <laughs> we've got three pretty heavy hitters right out of the gate here Ooh. playing cards. The first is. I mean, there's no other way to introduce him. It's the Lord Ruler himself. Wow. Then we have Master Philosopher and one of our favorite characters mm. in all of fantasy, Ham. Yes. Big Ham Oh, fan. I thought, for some reason, I thought you were going to say Sazed when you uh, said Master Philosopher. And I was no. like, yes, definitely one of my favorites. So happy Sazed's involved. And then you're like... Ham. No, like, this is a I know you love for ham. friends talking fantasies that we love ham. So bringing ham do <laughs> ham's fine. I think ham's fine. I just don't have the same strong positive reaction you do to him. I think I have a a reaction in line with most people who read Mistborn. It's like ham seems nice. Well, Dylan, what's your reaction to Marsh? Because he is the third Ooh. he is the third card player in this Vegas style high stakes card match. Yes, he, he Well, as a fellow you know, my last name is Marsh. As a fellow Marsh myself, I am definitely positively predisposed toward Marsh. So that's about it. Share share a name. No, I mean, I guess, you know, rebel leader in his past uh, seems like a nice guy. Mm-hmm. Uh, obviously, things went a little bit. I'm glad we can do spoilers now. Yes. Obviously, things went a little bit awry for him when he started getting, uh, you know, his eyes impaled with metal and things like that. But all, all that being said, Marsh, good guy. And he does get a lot of redemption for the the times where he's... He's gone awry for good reason. So a bit actually I really like Marsh as a character and and what can you say but shares that Marsh name. So <laughs> not much more needs to be said, but we do have to speculate who would win. And honestly, I don't okay. think anyone can beat the Lord Ruler because he is both um he both has mm. the power of Alamancy and the power right. of Yurikemi. So he could generally you know, he could push and pull on people's emotions. Emotions. And, you know, he could yeah. either be a rioter or a soother, whether he's, you know, using zinc or brass. Mm-hmm. And, mm. that, and he can further enhance those abilities with his Furochemi abilities. So you gotta give it to him unless there is some kind of canon where either Ham or Marsh is just insanely good at cards. And there isn't. Yeah, I don't really see any way that they could compete with the Lord Ruler. The Lord Ruler has shown himself to be a master strategist in a lot of ways, where even if he didn't have the magical abilities that you just mentioned, Charles, Mm -hmm. I think he clearly outplayed Marsh when Marsh was the rebel leader. And I think that it's just no contest. I don't know if you want to defend Ham over here, but (laughs) I, I don't think... I don't think he'd be particularly no, great at no. cards. I think he'd have trouble making decisions and being decisive and uh, us kind yeah. of stuff. So I think it's a mismatch and you got to go yeah, with the it's Lord a mismatch. Ruler I mean, I would have wanted to have seen Ham in like a fist fight or a duel with weapons sure. or a debate. 
uh, those a debate would be fun. Those three things yeah. would have been fun, but uh, cards against the Lord Ruler, not so much. So, Lord Ruler in a landslide. Let's go ahead and get another contest going. All right. Well, that means I got to get that generator pumping. That's beep, right. boop, beep. It is a fist fight, Charles. So oh, let's see. Okay. Ham's not in the mix anymore. So but. now we're going to pick two people to duke it out with fisticuffs here. And uh, this is an interesting matchup because neither of these two are known for their physical strength, really. Um, interesting. The first is the right-hand man to Kelsier. And this is the man oh. without whom none of this series would have been possible. And, you know, Kelsier is out there being like, oh, we'll amass a huge army. We'll march and fight the Lord Ruler. And this is the guy balancing the ledgers, recruit- recruiting the men, heavy on the tactics. And we thank him so much for his service. And that is Doxin. Charles, that is... <laughs> You've received a lot of Dachshund comparisons. From you. <laughs> uh, from me and and others, presumably. No, as, it's you. <laughs> well, with... <laughs> I could probably make Dachshund comparisons happen from other people if, if need be. So I think that's just as important. So, <laughs> Charles, as you've been called the Dachshund of our podcast. Yeah. Let's be... Let's be real here. By you, and, but I like to think of myself as the Ke- yeah. Kelsey or Dachshund hybrid of the podcast. You know, I've got the big okay. picture charm and charisma, and then I've also okay. got the ability to go out there and get it done. You know, the complete package. I think you're the complete package too, Charles. Don't right. let people tell you that you're just a Dachshund. <laughs> so, not even me. So, <laughs> especially not me, Charles. I'll try. So, I'm sure that... You are inclined toward picking Doxin no matter what, but we'd still have to hear who this other character is. In That's the true. This other character is most known for his political prowess, uh, not so much his physical abilities, and that is Lord Ashwater Chet. Lord Ashwater Chet, as we know, is... Uh, is he, he's in a noble house, right? And later yes. on in the series, he is maneuvering between the two ventures, between uh, Straff and Ellen. And through that, he is able to kind of put himself in a pretty powerful position. So uh, we admire Chet for his uh, for his for his um, political maneuvering, but that doesn't help you one bit in a fist fight. Yeah, neither does Doxin's logistical planning skills. But really. Doxin does have battle experience. I mean, granted, R.I.P. He 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 didn't make it, and we can say that in the spoiler version. But yeah. he did fight the good fights, and so there is. He does have that bit of an edge to him. I'll say. I think yeah, just the sheer cannon that Doxin has ever tried to fight, and we don't see any of that from Chet means i'll i'll give it to dachshund i don't I, think it yeah I, th- I think it's decidedly dachshund and and we've yeah. done it guys that's another who would win Mistborn in the books shall we generate a, another contest we shall all right beep boop beep it is a debate charles this is one i'm excited ah. to see how this one plays out all right. Well, characters? this is a character that you may not have expected to appear in more of a verbal matchup. You would normally find her 
flying around, fighting Kolos, taking on the Lord Ruler, just generally saving all of existence. As you do. And as you do. And that would be Vin herself. We got her, guys. The main character of Mistborn has finally made her appearance. And against her, we have a character that, you know, if you were to list all the characters in Mistborn, You'd have to double. You'd have to kind of remember this one. I'll, I'll be honest here. This is a character who is in the Kelsier crew, part of Team Vin, but um, not as much page time as some of the other characters, and that is Clubs. So we have Ooh. Vin and we have Clubs, and you know Vin is a hard person to defeat in just about anything. Right. And this is a debate, right? That's the contest that we're doing. Yeah. How could Vin not win? Yeah. I kind of feel that too. I just think that I think Clubs has a lot of wisdom to offer and he shows that at times, but a lot of I just don't think he'd be particularly inclined to prepare for a debate. I don't think he'd be particularly someone interested in trying to get across his point. He's kind of just this grumpy dude who's like yeah whatever like you know i don't think he cares (laughs) he cares that much about being right or anything like that at this point in his life and i think vin would vin's relentless when she's got her mindset to something and she also she has the i mean she has the ability to pierce copper clouds right yes, i mean yes. she's got yeah and she's also so, she's also very she's a clever problem solver as, yes. as well so she could come up and with charismatic very charismatic and she could come up with some sort of when creative she, yeah, later in the series anyway yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. not at first no, no. but she does develop into kind of by the end of it she's got these like leadership and charisma yeah, she, she abilities gets, she develops some I regal think. qualities about her by the end so yeah Yeah. she's got that that side to her where she was um the let yeah too and you you know there's yeah there's clubs who's a a no bs kind of guy he's tells it like he is is he's he's um he's hard to deter from his you know beliefs and things like that which we admire and you you gotta be able to stick to your guns in a debate and clubs I have no doubt would be able to do that. I just don't think he's going to win over the people like like Vin can. Yeah. Vin Vin rallies people behind her even when she can be <laughs> rough around the edges. And even when she's not and, using her riding abilities. Yeah. <laughs> right. That's true. But if she wanted to, then she would she would be able to do that too. So I just I mean, it does depend how the, I guess the debate is decided by judges. So she needed that little extra push. (laughs) And I think she could do that. So all in all, it is interesting to think Vin probably would be down to if she really needed the the win too yeah i think she vin's a little willing to oh yeah i mean it depends what's at stake push the envelope she's she's gone all in those kind of things yeah so i don't doubt her ability to just be like i'm in it yeah if i need to i think she would be willing to cheat to win if if it was for the greater good so all that said i think vin has to win this one yeah another landslide let's see if we can get a contest that's a bit closer of a matchup here what do we got what's the contest 
Beep, boop, beep. We've got a drinking contest here, Charles. Drinking contest. Now, this is, we've debated before mm. with drinking contests with uh, with some Mistborn characters in past episodes. We have. Um, so let's go ahead and generate some characters here. All right. This one, we could actually pull in some canon here because this character Ooh. is known for influencing people to bring him drinks. And this can be none oh. other than the guy who enjoys the finer things in life including alcohol and that is breeze however mm, he's gonna be a tough person he's to a beat. tough person to beat but if anyone's going to do it it is going to be this almost godlike figure in in, in the wow. eyes of the common people of of, of mistborn Ooh. and that is a mistborn himself kelsier this was a and Kelsey. this would be some fun canon like a scene where they just decide to have a drinking contest you know or it's like the one thing breeze might beat kelsier at you know it's like kind of that fun, i can picture the whole team placing bets like rallying around them like cheering and it, i think it would be fun here's the tough thing though charles if kelsier burns pewter then he has just inhuman ability <laughs> to drink and not get yeah, and Breeze that, would accuse him of that. that. Breeze would be like, Bree- you're burning oh, yes. pewter, you cheat. <laughs> you know. So let's, shall we assume Kelsier isn't burning pewter for the sake of, and say he would win if he chose to do that. I think if we were going if, to get into the mind of Sanderson and he's writing this scene, okay, Kelsier and Breeze have a drinking contest. Yeah. I would think that he would want it to be close and he would remove a pewter from the equation or maybe breeze like I tampered with the pewter or something so it wouldn't work or you know like they it's like possible. something like that um I, here's what i here's how i think it would play out Charles. Mm-hmm. i'm imagining that like <laughs> breeze is manipulating people into bringing him all the wine all this kind of stuff and this is fun scene and he's just downing drinks <laughs> and they agreed beforehand that kelsier would not burn pewter and you kind of see kelsier like he must not be because he's getting pretty drunk and he's starting to lose it and then something just changes yeah. in kelsier all of a sudden <laughs> and it's like he just gets this extra boost and it's clear that kelsier when he was about to lose and push came to shove was not willing to go down without cheating and he ends up burning pewter and he ends up winning in the end but i think it would be kind of close as and breeze is winning so we kind of get this sense that without pewter breeze would win yeah but with but kelsier's down to he's a he's a thieving crew leader he's totally down to cheat you know i think you can't deny the pewter burning abilities would help kelsier win this one but i want breeze to win i really do and It'd be a fun scene. It would be a fun scene, and I believe that, you know, someone like Sanderson or all those fanfic writers out there would come up with a humorous, fun, clever way yeah. for for Breeze to to squeak out the victory, and whether and what and whether that's interfering with the pewter or entering a gentlemanly bet for no pewter. It's like, oh come on, or like Breeze could be like, you know, trying to, you know, flare up Kelsier's emotions and be like. Or no, Breeze doesn't flare emotions. He um, he, he soothes. soothes. Them. So he could be like, Kelsier, how badly do you want to win that you would burn pewter against me? I'm so defenseless. There's no way that you know this would be a fair matchup. We just waste all of our time and, and get him locked into a gentlemanly uh, agreement before beforehand. You know, like we could we could write something like that. That would be a lot of fun. Yeah. But in terms of like pure you know, strength, 
you know, which is how we usually determine these matchups. We would give it to Kelsier. You know, you could do something where Kelsier is given chromium beforehand, which wipes you of right. all of your reserves uh-huh. of the metals. So something <laughs> Bruce could where, like put chromium like, in his pewter vial or something. Oh, <laughs> or, oh that's interesting. But I think, I you'd think know, you know, I think once you've ingested drink. it, you know. He could slip it into his drink. That's true, but he could you can't force them the... to burn it though, right? Like once they ingest it. Can't they like mm, no you you well you you only can if you can actually for you know like that happens to Vin at one point as they're like burn it and she's kind of helpless to do anything and she does burn it I yeah think. they have to get forced um, to burn it but like you can I you think. can tell the difference between your metals when you after you ingest them yeah so just by switching so the vials he'd have to do it intentionally yeah mm-hmm. yeah he like, would. There's... So maybe it's that Kelsier who's extremely confident is like, I don't even need Pewter to beat you, Breeze. Yeah. And then he's like, and to, to prove it, I will burn Chromium beforehand. Yeah. And he actually does. And then he realizes he's out of his wits and Breeze is actually, <laughs> <laughs> Breeze actually ends up winning. Yeah. So I think you could play it that way. Yeah, that would be fun. So without enhancements, without performance enhancing Pewter, uh, Breeze would yeah. win for certain. Otherwise, you have to put a little asterisk next to Kelsier's name because <laughs> he, he used Pewter for the victory, which uh, kind of sullies the the contest. So, yeah, that was a fun one. Yeah, I like that We were one. so lucky to get... Like, All if right. I had to pick one contest for Breeze, it was like, you have to pick drinking contest. That's the only thing you like. He'd be good at a lot of things. He'd be good at a lot of things. would be good. Yeah. Election. Mm-hmm. Just anything... Like the charisma stuff, he'd be good at too. Yeah, I mean, an election between those two would be interesting. Yeah, I mean, you Kelsier gotta would, give it to Kelsier. Kelsier. There's win. a whole religion around but, Kelsier. Okay, yeah. Well, that you know, while he's still alive, you'd—that's a whole. But you'd still probably give it to Kelsier because of just his levels of charisma. But Breeze, I think, would be a good. He'd be able to hang in there. Yeah. He'd be a good competitor. In for that sure. One. For sure. So. Shall we get it pumping and Let's get another get matchup pumping. going? All right. Beep, boop, beep. We've got a rap battle here, Charles. Oh, a rap battle. Interesting. All right. Yeah. Well, we've got two characters here. One we've already seen in the lineup today, but, you know, just had to keep her in the in the mix. You, you, you can't just have one contest for our main character. Vin, you brought her back, huh? Well, yeah, I'm not removing duplicates for this one because we have 19 characters, and so I'm uh, giving preference to new characters. But if an old one comes back in and it happens to be Vin, well, I'm just willing to let Vin back into the competition because it's Mistborn. We can't just be done with Vin after you manipulating this generator. No, I'm just not the sanctity of the generator. I'm just not doing the remove duplicates like we normally do. Gotcha. And then in the other corner, this is a character who is known for their distinct way of talking. But the question is, will that put them ahead in a rap battle? We are talking of, of course, none other than Spook. So Charles, did we see Modest Yahoo together when we were in New York? Yes, I believe we did. When um, they opened for the, was it the Dirty Heads? Like the Dirty Heads? Yes, we did. Yeah, Yeah. so we did see Modest Yahoo. Yeah. Yeah, I thought we did. And he is someone who, he kind of starts going into, I don't know the details behind 
where he's drawing from, but he goes into these kind of uh, points where he's rapping. He's not really saying anything, but it sounds awesome. And he's really just got an awesome, he's got an awesome voice. He's got awesome rhythm and it's just like a, a jam. Yeah. And I feel like Spook has a chance where his dialect and things like that, he could kind of start using in that way and the way that Modest Yahoo yeah. uses. They, all, they also kinda... give me similar vibes. Like Modest Yahoo is super confident and like super yeah. cool when he's up on stage, but he's not like a model or anything like a lot of pop music no. singers so just kind of like spook where he, he if he's in his own vibe his confidence and his um his Agreed. ability just brings him up into that into that performer level so he could be like wasn't the wasn't of was but boop and you'd yeah. be like oh okay like this has got some flow to it <laughs> <laughs> yes it has to be like book three spook but i think of it honestly if it is book three and he's doing that jam kind of like what you just illustrated yeah. there charles which was I always love when you work your your musical <laughs> talents into this. Thanks. So I, yeah, I I don't know. I'm leaning towards Spook because I'm just trying to think what would and make. Here's what do we have to draw from to make Vin a. I think like the only thing rapper. we have to draw from would work against her, which is she has a hard time expressing herself and she has a hard time mm. tapping into that open connection to herself that a lot of artists have. You know, Vin is very much a closed off to relationships especially at the beginning and closed off to herself and more interested in fighting and learning how to be powerful than she is about like expressing her sensitive side and that pretty much carries with her this whole time and i have a feeling that those character um aspects of vin would actually work against her when it comes to being in front of a crowd of people and trying to express herself through through song you know That, that i think she would be a fish out of water up on that rap battle stage. I I agree with you there. I think that I mean Spook's not one really... for self-expression either, but he does He gets better he, at it. it. It's actually his arc, exactly, where he gets better at yeah. it and he gets confidence and he steps out of the shadows of people like Kelsier and, and, and Vin and Ellen Venture mm. and finds his own way. That's his whole thing. So he'd be able to come up with yeah. some really interesting verse about like coming up from the bottom in the shadow of Mistborn. I'm but I'm here and I'm burning tin better than anybody. You know, like, you'd be like, oh yeah, this guy's kind of cool. <laughs> yeah. Started up and at, started in the streets and here I am. Like <laughs> Does his ability to increase his hearing perhaps give him an even better ear for That's music true. As well? He would be more sensitive that, to yeah. pitch and meter and flow. Yeah. That's absolutely true. Which, and Vin can burn tin as well, do, but, but Spook is yeah, uh, but what do they call it when you're a specialist? A, an affluent in one. A mystic. Yeah. A mystic. Yeah, yes. Yeah, so. uh, oh, a, a savant yeah. is the word you were looking I for. I think so. It? Yeah, he's a savant. And he's like he's covering his eyes and he's like daredevil he's just so tuned into uh what he can hear that he he would be dropping some real interesting he's got harmonies. that blindfold on yes yes well i guess yeah, he does wear that blindfold yep. in the yeah so in the third book so I, I think this is one contest vin can't win and this is not one that a clever solution can solve either it's like how can you cleverly just become better at expressing yourself you know there, there's no there's no problem to solve there that Vin normally would be in our element to get. Right. I agree. Some of the best artists, you know, people like Taylor Swift are able <laughs> to just go. draw from their... <laughs> I won't go too too far. But 
I mean, that is part of what makes her an incredible artist is she just draws from her experiences and she's able to be vulnerable with millions and millions and millions of people. And that then, you know, she's able to open up and be vulnerable with Ellen and a few other people, but getting in front of a crowd and being vulnerable, uh, probably not her skill set even by the end. So, yeah. And I think Spook's yeah, journey think speaks really well to a rap song as well. You know, he's... True. He's, He's uh he's a fighter for sure, and it's just I mean Vin is a fighter as well, but she's almost like epic proportions. <laughs> uh, there's a grand tale yeah. where a Spook is out there, you know, hustling, and I think that would be a great a great um, uh, inspiration for a rap song. Vin's story would be more of a ballad. Be like, yeah, I oh, think. I was born with super perfect abilities, and I'm also really good on top of that, so. Now I'm the best person in all the land. That's my story. She, <laughs> she came from humble beginnings. She did. As well, she Charles. did. She, but she had. Yeah, um, don't give her a little. But bit she of had credit. a lot more to work. She had a lot more opportunity than Spook did. Even though she started from the bottom, she was still, yeah. you know, trained by Kelsey or being born a full misborn. You know, had all, you know, being in a relationship with Ellen Venture. Like these are all things that are opportunities <laughs> that Spook just never had. He's like everything I got, I fought for. You know. <laughs> yeah. What? Honestly, too. So Spook had a crush on Vin in book one too. Oh, I wonder yeah. if like he can draw from some of that. Yeah. To oh man, like, like in this really eight mile style environment where they're rapping yeah. and he's just like, all of a sudden he starts flowing and he's just letting it all out on Vin of like uh, you know getting oh. all airing out all of his emotions and by the end <laughs> of it he'll be like okay I'm actually over Vin now because I just you know stomped her oh. in this rap battle. <laughs> yeah <laughs> that's a fun I think matchup that's what happens yeah let us know <laughs> tweet us at the fdf podcast one <laughs> if you have different feelings about how this rap battle will play out mm-hmm. but we are imagining spook as the winner over vin wow. which there's probably not a lot of competitions that would have been the case that's true that's the fun of the generator. that's true the generator giveth as well as it taketh away so what is our yeah. next contest well, this time, beep, boop, beep, it giveth a cook-off. Cook-off. Oh, so we've got some really exciting matchups here. Again, another character is returning. This one is our, you know, everyone's favorite strategist, and that's Doxin. But new to the fray, this is a character who is not one that comes immediately to mind when you think of Mistborn because they're not part of Team Vin, and they're not any of the antagonists... Oh. It extends a little further. I mean, maybe they're technically team, team Vin, but they're on the fringe. And that is Human the Coloss. <laughs> human. Human the Coloss. Yeah. yeah. So this is an interesting the... This is an interesting matchup. Don't Coloss, isn't there something about what they eat that's bizarre? Don't they like do they like eat each other or something? Like I I don't want to speak out of turn, but I kind of... I'm trying... Yeah, it has been a year since we last read Mistborn. There's something with, like, where Vin is starting to be like, what is with the Coloss? And I do think she starts being like, what do they eat? Right. And, like, those... That's one of the questions. I'm trying to think what Coloss eat. Like, do they eat, like, grass? Right. I, I don't remember. I don't remember. I don't know why that's what comes to mind. Yeah, I'm going to see if I can find anything about Coloss. 
Colas eat? Yeah. We need to we need to consult the <laughs> copper mine here if we're gonna add, if we're gonna yeah. do a fair analysis of who would win this cook off. And you know we take these very seriously. We we need to do some some research here, uh, but we don't. I'm trying to remember. I feel like there was something around food, but I might just be um, I might just be making that up. I, I don't know. Yeah, I really I think. I don't know if they, I don't know if they do eat, and if they do eat, it's probably just like, like grass or things like that is kind of what's coming to my head. But yeah, obviously they they used to be human, and then I don't think they eat, I don't think they eat each other. Yeah, they might. I don't know why I thought that. As, uh, <laughs> <laughs> but that, that was a weird thought. But save, yeah, save that for your uh, fan fiction of this. Yeah, story. we need some more lore in here. Um, I don't. Well, let's you know again. Tweet at us if you know what coloss eat. Um, we're happy to we're happy to rethink the whole situation. But right now, let's assume coloss not exactly cooking up some delicacies here so no. let's be honest i, I mean Dachshund's gonna do all of his mise en place yeah. he's gonna get all of ingredients portioned out chopped up all ready right. to go on the table he'll have watched a few youtube videos you know gotten yep. the technique down so that when it comes time to compete he is in it and the ingredients are exactly down with the recipe yep, he sourced he all he did all his grocery yeah. shopping he's not missing a single ingredient he just can't be beat in that. The respect. measurements will be perfect. Yeah, Colas, if they do eat, I'm sure he would just take some meat and like shove it in a fire and then take it out or even just eat it raw, you know? Um, yeah. So there you go. I agree. And it's not even it's close. not even close. It's Dachshund. That was a that was a, an interesting matchup. Human the Colas making an. I mean, where else is he gonna? Who, who else is talking about human the Colas? You know, that is an interesting person <laughs> to bring to the mix. <laughs> yeah or an interesting coloss to bring to the mix anyway yeah he's an interesting coloss as coloss go he was a very interesting does he has charles you you found this when we're doing our mistborn episode like human has this whole intense backstory where he was like a hero when he was actually a person and do you remember this um sanderson wrote about this and oh yeah in this in the notes you remember this he has a whole story um yeah vaguely i do remember that you know those all those uh, uh, sanderson wrote like chapter by chapter annotations his annotations of where he was at in um in everything and for human yeah he he did have a whole he was the leader okay well he was the leader of a coloss group but he also had some backstory um he was a ska rebel and he yeah. was um he was, uh, yeah. He he led some dudes in the in the fight against the Lord Ruler. So, yeah. And yeah, so. that's why he was such a. Because part of the thing with human was he was he was more self aware than most of the. Right. He was, he was actually kind of able to have able like a to... conversation with Vin and yeah, asking questions and and yeah, yeah. And still had this memory of being human that was making him be like, I'm human. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So. Which is such a classic. I'm just thinking about it now because Sanderson totally, I feel like a bozo for not figuring it out beforehand, but that's how Sanderson does it. It's like he 
he's like a magician that right in front of your face will be like the character is saying i'm human <laughs> why is it like and then it's like oh of course when he has the big reveal that Coloss have been human the whole time but in my first read it completely got yeah. me so good on sanderson good on human in his in his own way and also good on dachshund for winning this very well and, sh- and we shall can. we get the generator Let's going do it. all right beep boop beep we have a podcast duo oh, charles which means picking goodness. two groups of two and trying to speculate who would who would have the better podcast between the two all right so i guess i'm just gonna go in order as they were drawn here so okay the first two characters that we have here I'm kind of interested in this one. I have a feeling that they might do podcasting about like etiquette or perhaps just charm or just maybe like gossip about rulers past. And you can't do that without a character who is very familiar with leaders and leadership. And this, of course, is Tindwill. Yeah, Tindwell. Good for Tindwell. We're happy to see her. This is, of course, the character that trained El Adventure to act more like a king. And yeah, um, yeah, so big fan of Tindwell. And then we have returning a previous champion in the Who Would Win Mistborn edition. We have Breeze. So Breeze and Tindwell. Oh, Breeze would be a good podcast. Fantastic. Although you can't necessarily. you can't soothe people through the airwaves that we know of. How do we know? Is that canon? <laughs> I think there's a distance Has Sanderson thing. written about that in his annotations? <laughs> I think there is a distance thing, but um, I don't know for sure. And I think so that's that fair. is yeah. the first duo. The second duo, I mean, this is a character that we have not talked about yet. Both of them are new to this episode. But this one, I mean, this is one of the big ones, guys. This is a character that, since we can talk about spoilers has gone on to basically be, like, God, essentially. And that is Sazed. Oh. Uh, Sazed. Uh, yeah. Going up against Tindwell for ratings. That's pretty interesting. Ooh. And then we have uh, Sazed. I think they'd collab. Yeah, they, they would They would definitely do a collab. And that would be very interesting. Yeah. Although they might get too into the details for most people's taste. But it could be fun. Um, and then, of course, to Sazed <laughs> uh, yeah, can't do it alone. Right? We need a podcast host for Sazed. Yeah. And, and this is a character who has proven to be thoughtful, has proven to be open-minded, and involved in one of the best twists of this Mistborn original trilogy. This is, of course, Tensoon. Tensoon. Mm. Zed and Tensoon against Tindwell and Breeze. Who would be the better podcast duo? Dylan, what is your insight here? Oh geez. I mean these these are both solid duos. I would be interested in listening to either of these podcasts. Because I feel like Tensoon and Seize, I'm assuming it's Seize before his what is the word? Like deification or something right. like that, before he becomes right. a god. And, and I think that I don't know, I think that him and Tensoon have so many uh, Tensoon has so many years of life to draw from, and Seizet has so much wisdom about the past to draw mm. from. That I and they also have this kind of discovery that 
the that basically tent or yeah i guess tent soon was not himself a former um ferrochemist uh, or anything like that but the the first generation was if i'm remembering the the lore correctly mm-hmm. but i i mean i think they'd have a lot of interesting things to talk about about their shared history in that yeah. way and i mean think about all yeah, the different topics so, Cezad could speak on he has a lot of the copper mine yeah at his disposal he could talk about all these different religions all of these different ideas and ten soon seems to be to me like a curious mind and a thoughtful mind and would would bring some interesting perspective to that i think that would be very interesting yeah i think so too so i don't know that it's easier for me to see what those two would talk about than it is for me to see even though tindwell and breeze are both individually people i'd be very interested to hear from i'm like what is the conversation I, here I th- between i do the think two their personalities almost complement each other though it would just be humorous to see them interact because tindwell is very matter of fact a, a bit buttoned up as well very very formal and breeze is like relax come out of your shed a little bit let's have fun so to see the two bounce Mm. off of each other there's a lot of potential there but it's like you said what would they talk about and um they i'm not sure (laughs) to be honest with you uh they could you know tintwell knows a lot of history and knows a lot about old rulers and breeze knows how to be like a a a dandy essentially like know how like the best (laughs) the best clothes and the best food and wine and all that but is there an overlap? Yeah, I, I'm just having trouble seeing it if there mm-hmm. is. And I, I think, yeah, the two of them would have some interesting banter. But I'm just like, what is the focus of the podcast? Like, And I think that podcasts, when they have kind of a thing, yeah. you know, a thing they could do like, for, a, <laughs> I'm not sure, like a, like a crime series. <laughs> about the lord ruler i don't know <laughs> yeah yeah i kind of they could i guess i'd just be more interested in a intensoon as a a person who came from the so a chandra mm-hmm. i guess not right. person intensoon as a chandra and the chandra came from the terrace people and ha- and I think Tensoon would be very curious about the history of the terrorist people and learning more about his own history through that. And Seized would have so much wisdom oh, yeah. to offer mm-hmm. on that. I just love this idea of that kind of like, what if the what if the pitch of it is kind of like a Chandra has just learned that he used like his people used to be terrorist people. So he sits down with the terrorist person who most knows about that history and tries to learn. Yeah, from I mean, him. history they, podcasts they are very popular, way. you know, just like going yeah. through history and and teaching people in like these serial kind of um, shows. Yeah, I, I think just because they have some common ground and they have an apparent topic that they would be able to discuss. And I think they would capture a market of people who are interested in history and history is something that was lost yeah. to the people in this world of Mistborn. So I think they right. they would be starved for this kind of content. I think there's a huge market here. Oh, 
a lot of Coloss, or not Coloss, Condra, a lot of Coloss listeners. No, I don't think Coloss would be into podcasts, but a lot of Condra listeners, I think, who would want to learn about things. It depends, obviously, if the Condra are still around and kicking, but I assume they are at this point uh, in this, because, you know, we still have Tensoon yeah, around. Yeah, I mean, most and of them. And I think a lot of them would be interested end, in. But those that are left. Yeah. Yeah, well, you know, we're, we're I guess we're kind of in a hypothetical world where all these folks are still alive and not gods. Oh, yeah, the whatever. timeline of it could I be just imagine, they're all still around yeah. and say said's not a god. That's true. That's true. Yep. Yep. Yeah. So so I think that it's they'd have a lot of Chandra interested in hearing. Man, that would cause and, some controversy. And terrorist people Chandra, as well. Like the top tier, the oldest Chandra are... The, the first, first generation, generation are trying yeah. to keep that a secret. So this would be scandalous. Oh, but, yeah. Well, that would bring them a lot of social media oh, attention. Think for of sure, all Charles. <laughs> <laughs> so we got to give it to Seizet and to Tensoon. Say, oh, yeah. I think it's clear at this point. That's a good that's duo. That's a great duo. And, you yeah. know, I, I think we've, we've set out to accomplish what we've wanted. Dylan, how do you feel about stopping it here doing another one where are you at yeah, i mean we're right about that 45 minute yep. mark right so uh, i think that that's pretty solid for these who would win we can always do more who would win missed board episodes down the yeah. line so some characters oh, got the yeah, day off I think... today i mean we didn't we didn't see ellen venture at all straff venture zane like so many characters that Ooh. people want to uh, put in the mix here but you know what we'll just have to potentially wait till next time yeah i mean we do three episodes a week over here at friends talking fantasy podcast <laughs> yeah. so we're and we're happy to revisit whenever we talk about mistborn we always have a blast and i think mistborn lends itself so well to these who would win episodes that it just makes too much sense it just makes we'll, too much we'll keep sense doing them. very so, well said yeah so I think I feel good about getting that sweet, sweet outro music pumping right about now, Charles. If you're I feeling am good. feeling good. Let's get it pumping. Cool. All right, everybody. Thank you for listening to yet another very exciting episode of the Friends Talking Fantasy Podcast. If you like what you heard today, if you had your own insight into some of these matchups today, Ooh. let us know over on Twitter at the FTF Podcast with a number one at the end. You can also engage with us over there on Instagram at the FTF Podcast. Check us out there, guys. We would greatly yes. appreciate the support over there. Now, Dylan, if they are fans of the show, they've engaged on social media, and they want to further support okay. the show, and they just so happen to be listening on Apple Podcasts, what can oh. they do? Toss five stars to our podcast. Just find that Friends Talking Fantasy page on the Apple Podcast app. You'll want to click the Friends Talking Fantasy page, scroll down past all those episodes until you start seeing stars. Once you're seeing stars, the optimal number to click to support the show would be five of them. If you have a little bit of extra time and you want to write a review, then that can be even more helpful for a podcast like ours. But... All that said, just listening is more than enough. Yes. We're so grateful that you listening, do that. Guys, thank you so much for listening. We greatly appreciate it. And as always, go forth and conquer, friends. <laughs> <laughs>